Alright, let's let's do this. Let's play the game. If we must. I've been playing this entire time. Not that game. Oh. And you just lost it. Oh, uh, I lost just the, the game. game. God damn it. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Rogue Valley Role Players. My name is Ben, and I'm here with Austin, Ed, Rosemary, and Nick, and we are here to play another exciting session of Deadlands Reloaded. Um, once again, my name is Ben. I am the Marshal. I am running this shindig, herding the cats, dealing with the shenanigans. Uh, I'm Austin, playing Macario the Clown. I'm Ed, I'm playing Daisy Gilmore, but everyone calls her Railin' Daisy because she keeps railing on and on about the Lemurians. I'm Rosemary, I play Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy, she's a hexlinger. I'm Nick S. I am playing Haru Matsuhara, the harrowed samurai, also the worst of the cats. Alright, so when last we left off in the Valley of Famine, everyone had just returned from a harrowing adventure in Ashland, and Macario had a dream. That all clowns shall one day live together as brothers. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not that dream. <laughs> That would have been a nicer dream. It would have been. Uh. Didn't you see your ghost girlfriend in the dream? Yeah, um, so to sum it up, Macario saw uh, Loha in his dream, and she revealed to him without any shadow of a doubt that she is in fact the lady of Guadalupe that gave him a vision and repaired his wounds so long ago. Uh, she would like Macario to sacrifice himself to become some sort of nature spirit to protect the world from the forces of famine which have invaded it. Um, so yeah, you wake up from this dream. It's the next morning. It's cold. You're hungry. Um, that's right, you're staying in the stables to keep forgetting uh, at the uh, Jacksonville Sheriff Office. Uh, Macario uh, blinks awake, his, uh, rub- rubbing the grit from his eyes and uh, feeling his cold toes that managed to poke out of the blanket. Uh, he's alive. He's awake. It's time to get up and get to work because he's got a job to do. So uh, he climbs out of bed, dons his uh, typical blouse. Uh, this morning he, he picks the most colorful one. Most of them have grown faded over the, over the years. This one he's been keeping nice for a special occasion. It's bright, bright green, 
and it clashes with his orange pants, which he also <laughs> folds out of his backpack and straps on, ready for his his day of horror and duty. Uh, what's the morning look like, Ben? Um, as I said, it's cold. It's uh, cloudy. Looks like another so storm. Snowstorm is going to be blowing in pretty soon. Pretty much hot on the heels of the last snowstorm that just blew through the valley, coating in another nice thick layer of snow. There's definitely a, f- a tension in the air. Something's about to give. Something's got to break. Some kind of electricity in the air. Yeah. And yeah, you uh, you pin your your deputy star on. Sure. He uh he basically pins it on over the flower to hide the flower. Mm-hmm. Which is still just as fresh as, as if it had been just picked. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what did he do? Where do you go? You're standing outside the, the stables. Uh, is, is, has morning come? It's bright enough to see you know, Yeah, it's, it's dawn. He'll uh, give some raps against the sheriff's department. Try to wake people up. Am I there or am I at my home? Are you there? I think I'm probably at my home. Okay. So then the person who answers the door is... Oh, just a minute. Just a minute. I'll be there. Oh, 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 Macario, come on in. I've got a fire going. Uh, yes. Uh, good morning, Billy. Good morning to you. Would you like some coffee? Uh, of course I want some coffee. Uh, you got it on the pot? Yes, it's just over there on the pot. You can help yourself. It's probably the saddest, thinnest, wateriest weakest coffee you've ever poured for yourself. It ain't much, but it's what we got. It's like the probably the last of the coffee that's left and you've been reusing it a couple of times. This is terrible, Billy, but I thank you for the coffee. Uh, I'm certainly awake with the terrible taste. Uh, where is the sheriff and where's the deputy? Are they not up yet? Uh, deputy went home sometime last night and sheriff's been out all night doing his patrol. He'll be back in Sometime soon. Probably at about that point you're a clump, clump, clump coming up behind you. I hear someone. Sounds like the sheriff's boots. That's because it's me. Sheriff. Macario? Billy? Sheriff? I made some really cruddy coffee. Yeah. Well, excellent, son. Uh, I'm fine, but I appreciate it. I'll, uh, Stick to my whiskey. Don't mind the smell. I've been, uh... Been over by the slaughterhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, if you don't mind, I'm gonna... I'm gonna sit here and finish up some of the paperwork. Sheriff, I have a little favor to ask you. Oh? Do you mind if I borrow your deputy for a while? Which deputy? Your main deputy. Oh, don't say that. That's hurtful. Hey. The first deputy. First deputy. First deputy? Rachel, yeah. Uh, yes. That is who we're talking about, right? Yes, Rachel. Okay. Of course. All right. How, um, how long and what for? Um, I do not know how long, and I do not know exactly what for, but I know it will be dangerous, and that... Yeah, 
that's about the whole of it. Aha. Uh -huh. Hey, Billy. Yes, sir? Why don't you, uh... Go on over to the, the Jacksonville Inn and get yourself some good coffee. Here's some money. See, see if they have anything. Oh, they, right, I'll get right on it, sir. He stands up, puts his big coat on, puts a face covering on because it's so cold, and heads out the door. So, Macario, what's going on? Well, uh, I do not know if you ever heard this story, Sheriff. You know that I was sent here, yes? I, I think I remember you saying something along those lines. Dreams and visions. Yes. Uh, I had another last night, and this one was good news. Could use some fucking good news. Well, it, it is good news with a price. Uh, as I understand it, we, us, we have killed the spirits in the area. That sounds true, yes? We went and we fought these things thinking they were evil. That's right, yeah. Well, those spirits can be replaced. Replaced by what? Uh, well, as I understand it, uh, there is one up at Crater Lake that we can seek out but the journey will be difficult, it will be dangerous and I will need I will need all my friends, I will need the deputy, we will need everything we have to make it there and I do not know what we will find when we get there alright, I'm going too though if you go, what about the town? he, he opens his mouth to argue and he stops himself and this really pain expression crosses his face and um so wait what what do you have to do to replace one of these spirits what does that mean Macario uh it means you find a new one okay where from uh well you know, visions, portents, they are very unreliable, Sheriff. Can you give me a persuasion roll? I tell you, you're trying not to let him know that. Yeah. Yeah. Easy knows where you can find spirits. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short jaunt down to Mount Shasta. Yeah. Oops. Oof. Um, I'm a re-roll. Okay. This is important. Uh, simple success. Simple success. All right. I, I think Kane guesses, but you've you've been cryptic enough that he can't really come up with a good excuse to try and come along. So he just, like I said, this pained expression comes across his face. Like he he guesses at what sh what you're gonna do, and then kind of just lets his head drop, gives a big sigh, and all right, son, you can you can take. The rest of the deputies. You'll have to convince Haru. I'm sure it won't be hard. He is... <laughs> he's an, an old softy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do what you gotta do. Of course. And he uh, kind of looks down and kind of away to the middle distance. 
and uh, again, just this pain expression. And he, he he just turns, goes to his desk, pours himself a a shot of whiskey, holds it for a second, and then holds it out to you. Macario takes it and downs it in one gulp. Yeah, and Kane downs the rest of the bottle. Uh, yeah, sorry, son. I don't buy the good stuff. <laughs> right in my throat. I I should get going. I whew, strong stuff. Cheap but strong. Yep. Oh, there's my hat on the floor. That's funny how that happened. Scoops it up. <laughs> um, you know, before you go, find the rest. I have, let me give you something that will that will help. Meant to get more of these made, help out the rest, but there just ain't been time. This, uh, this was my mother's. And, uh, he pulls open a, a desk drawer and, and pulls out, um, a necklace on a gold chain. On the end of the, the necklace dangles a chamsa, uh, and in the center is an eye. Do I, I wear this? Yeah. This is the Khamsa of the Sanhedrin. It will help you against some of the scary stuff that's out there. Hmm. Okay. I will wear it. Thank you. Alright. Get you gone, boy. Uh, yes. I will try to beat this blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Best be quick. And good luck. If you do not hear from us, then we have failed. And you must do your best to get people out of town. You are not... You are not invincible, sir. Remember this. I'm not invincible, but I'm pretty damn tough. If you... If you all don't come back, I'll drag your sorry asses back from hell itself. Ah... Well, then I will keep it warm for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, he, uh, and he sits down at his desk, grabs another bottle of whiskey from somewhere, opens it, and pours himself a shot. So, so long as you're wearing that necklace, no fear checks. Cool. All right, beat up a car takes necklace. <laughs> 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 How did you party that? Well, we all wanted this necklace. All right, so who do you go looking for next? I think... Uh... Daisy's in town, right? Probably yeah, we're both, I think, I'm at uh, Jackson Villain. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll say all three of you are, are at the Jacksonville Inn. Oh, I kind of had a scene. Oh, you had a scene? All right, well, let's go to your scene then. It's just Rachel getting ready in the morning. Okay. But I was thinking she'd, like, get up and break the, like, ice on, like, a bucket of water and wash her hair. Okay. Um, and braid it. And then when she gets dressed, for some reason... You know, today she feels like putting on a white shirt, so she's wearing white. For some reason, she's feeling hopeful. As you walk out your door, you kind of, you see two large crows hanging out on the eaves of your house. And uh, they kind of squawk at you and then take off and fly away. She'll kind of just give them an eye and then just pat her um, leg and be like, come on, scout. And head into town. Alright. Yep. Get in town. Haru would be drinking the good stuff while sitting at the bar when you came into the 
Jacksonville in. Can so uh, just to clarify for me and the audience, Haru can like taste stuff again? No. Oh. Ooh, you know, that's a good point. I think so, actually. While you're within the influence of the staff, you uh, you appear alive. You're still cold to the touch. Um, you're still harrowed, but I think you can actually, like, taste and enjoy things. As he's sipping his whiskey, there's, like, a, a, a tear that's kind of just stuck up, and it's up in the... right in the corner of the eye, because it's like, I haven't tasted anything in so long. And you haven't been able to have tears. Yeah, so... <laughs> and Lazarus is sitting across from you. But there's a... There's a clarity in his eyes that you've never seen before. And there's an absence of malice in his voice when he speaks to you. And he's... He's been lucid. There's He's not once talked about wanting to murder people or anything. He's He's made a few comments here and there. Nothing really snide or malevolent, but it's, it's like a completely different person. You know, Lazarus, I like this side of you. Yeah, I do too. I haven't had this this kind of clarity in a long time. I don't know what you did, but thank you. It is... Then you come walking in, Macario. And then I'm assuming everyone's there. I will yeah. take a moment here for. Yeah, I'll say I went to the inn to get some breakfast. Okay. Yeah, we'll be eating breakfast together instead of drinking. Yeah. Since Haru's sitting at the bar, I think Macario's going to kind of playfully sneak up on him, sit next to him, and slap him on the back. Oh, <laughs> you uh, knocked me out of my thoughts. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Macario? Uh, you know, Haru, pretty good. Uh, maybe not as good as you. You are not looking so pale anymore, I see. <laughs> it is, um, a facade. It's still very much, uh, not me, if you understand, take my meaning. Uh, for one who is not you, uh, that is certainly a, uh, bit of spittle you've put on the bar there. You enjoying your drink? Yes, I am quite enjoying my drink. And my breakfast. As expensive as it all is. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I, I would not dream of interrupting a, a breakfast, even an expensive, poor one. <laughs> Nonsense. You've come for something. It never hurts to ask a friend for help. Help is what I need, Haru. And I'm more than willing to offer you any help I can offer. I, I think I see the deputy over there. Yeah, I, I've been watching her. And so I ask you another favor for the deputy's help. I will put her at risk as well. I need her. Yeah, you do not need to ask me for permission to ask her for help. She is her own woman. I do not need to, but I am going to take you out of your safe zone. What? And I need to know that you will not immediately cut me down. <laughs> I I will not. I give no pretense for the other. I would not ask you, Haru, 
if I did not think I needed your sword and your strength. You have me, Makario. We we will just have to be cautious. Yes. And uh, he kind of leaves Haru at the bar, just kind of silently. And Wart walks over to Deputy and... and, uh, We're both deputies, then. Both deputies. I'm talking about the real deputy, not like the fake deputies. I'm not talking about like a second-comer deputy. I'm talking about like the OG deputy. (laughs) Straight out of Jacksonville. That's right. Uh, hello, original gangster deputy. Huh? <laughs> oh, it, 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 it does not translate well from Spanish. I am sorry. Uh, uh, I have come to bring you into the hellish wintry race again. I thought we never left. You make a good point, Daisy. Uh, I guess the the more hellish, wintry parts of the hellish, wintry waste. Crater Lake. Oh. What? We need to go first to Table Rock, and then to Crater Lake. This worried expression crosses Rachel's face and she kind of takes one of like her right foot and just kind of shoves a chair out for you and just have a seat, Macario. I, I, what are you talking about? And eat something. This stuff's not bad if you dunk it in the coffee first to break it up. I do not know if it is wise to whisk, to mix to mix mix whiskey and coffee. Have you been drinking already this morning, Macario? <sighs> Smell me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I will I will drink I will drink more, deputy, if you put another drink in front of me, but perhaps coffee is what I need. Yes, I will share in your breakfast. Yeah, please do. He sits down. And she'll, yeah, like, you know, Take what she's actually probably not going to share her food with you, but like flag down someone yeah, to bring some more food. Yeah, to get more food. And waiter, kind of. Well, I'll check and see what we got in in, in the stores. Let's see if I can uh, rustle something up. And they they go off. Appreciate it. There's not a whole lot of people in the the inn at this point. For everyone who's there, they're they're wolf and they're they're meals scanty as they are down everyone's you know their cheeks are sucked in they all look like they're very much in the throes of malnutrition and starvation what are you talking about Macario well uh you know I I have uh thoughts once in a while in my sleep uh, dreams and I I was thinking that we should pay a visit to a certain friend of ours on Table Rock. And after that, we should find a new friend at Crater Lake. There are a lot of people here that may not understand what I mean, but 
That is the general idea, deputy. Color kind of drains from her face and she says, is he back? Is that some bitch back? I think so. Oh, God. We need to make him pay. I, I do not know what we will find at Table Rock, but I know that we will find a true friend at Crater Lake. I am told that that is the order of things, that we must go to Table Rock and then Crater Lake. I do not think it will work if we do the other. But it should make things easier around here. For good. Does... Does Ross know? Yes. He gave me this. And I showed the little amulet. Uh, Rachel seen it before? I don't know. Has she seen it before? I mean, is it something that Ross wears regularly about himself? Or is it something he kind of keeps tucked away and hidden? Yes. Okay. <laughs> if he wears it, she's probably caught a glimpse of it okay. before. Okay. All right. Yeah, you've probably seen a glimpse of it. He never explained the significance of it. I, I do not feel much about it, but it simply it feels lighter than it should. That that is all I can say. I'm surprised that. He gave that to you. Seemed pretty important to him. Well, uh, we will have to return it to him then, won't we? If he gave it to you, he must think that there's some chance of success. So, count me in. Good. And you, Daisy? Well, I think we need to get back at this guy for what he made us do. Part of our atonement is making him pay. I agree. Oh, Haru. Are you finished with your breakfast? I, I, you should eat up. We are... I have eaten enough. I am ready to aid you in whatever task has been set before you. Now, Haru, you are lying. You are not ready. Because you did not do a silly walk on the way here. I saw you out of the corner of my eye, and you did not do it. You see Lazarus Black throw his head back and just guffaw. Haru walks back over to the bar, turns towards you. Does a silly walk. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, like, spits coffee, probably, out her nose. And, you know, I think everyone else that's in in the, at the inn... It gets a good chuckle out of it, and, and you see, uh, you all, you, you all see a couple of honest smiles. The first that you've seen in a very long time. I am ready. You are ready now. So, okay, you, you all get up. You're, uh, you know, you start heading towards the door to to make your way to Taylor Rock when you hear kind of a a loud noise uh, outside, kind of a, a shrill shriek almost, that you would recognize as the sound of ghost rock. And Daisy, you probably also recognize like it's the sound of an engine. Okay. And uh, 
you, you, you get to the door just in time to see the steam wagon come ripping up the street, and it comes to a stop right in front of the inn, and it's got uh, the letters S ampersand R stamped on the side of it. And uh, this, the, the driver hops off of it, opens up a door. He's swathed in uh, scarves and, and wearing goggles on there. Pulls out a package. Kind of sees you all standing there and goes, What which one of you is, Daisy? That's me! Better go, package for you! Sweet! Here, you sign for it, please? Alright, that's not a word. Here, here. Thank you for your custom. Right, I got him! Nods his, his head, gets back in his steam wagon, tears off. What'd you get, Daisy? Oh, you gotta check these things out. They're really cool. They're, 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 these, they're called Sonic Goggles. Cool. Do the whole unboxing a fancy video we put on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I can see in the dark. Use the sound so that I can see. That is interesting. What do they look like? Uh, I think they're just your typical, like, you know, goggles, round, like, separated, not one lens. Okay. They use sound, so you can see? Yeah. I'm not following, Daisy. You mean like, uh, like a bat, yeah? Yeah, use a sonic, sonar. I don't know, I, I, I didn't make this invention, but using Robars had this. Do you gotta scream to use them? No, screaming's bad when I use them. Ah! Ow! See, now I can't see. <laughs> what, what did I look like? Well, you looked like you. Then when you screamed, you got all real fuzzy and distorted. These seem like useless goggles, these. I thought you no. said they used sound to see. Well, right now, everyone can see it's light out. But if it's dark... Then you can scream? Just don't scream. I will refrain from screaming. I don't understand. Me too. Ah! Well, when we're hunting things, you know, like what's out there at night, I can now see them. You all make your way up to Table Rock. Probably doesn't take that long to get there takes longer to climb up there those of you who have horses have to leave them behind alright or do you I mean one of you is on foot do uh, do you even take your horses out that way or do you just walk I don't really know how far it is but you can make it on foot if you wanted to was well, there a plan to go straight from Table Rock to yeah so we're, we're taking I our horses. We're horses Okay, my car you can ride with me so <laughs> Uh, you make it to the top of Table Rock. Rachel, you've been here a couple times now, and I don't think you have fond memories of uh, this place, do you? She definitely does not. Uh, she's probably been getting more sullen and quiet the closer we get to the top of Table Rock, in fact. But one thing that's different is Scout follows you on up. That's a good sign. Which he never did before. And I'd say on the ride, Macario's opened up a little bit more about his vision now that you're no longer in the middle of town. Uh, so he's saying, like, she told me that Scale would be here, but Scale is not... I don't know what she meant. 
she mean for us to kill him? I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch. I don't know. As, as much as she told me, she was vague on that. I'm gonna kill him. I am here for you. I would wait and see, but not too long. We kill him if he is not straight with us. And, uh, yeah, you make that climb up to the top, and you, you get to the very top of Table Rock, and you see, kind of knelt down in the snow, maybe, like, playing with a clump of snow, is this, this huge, hairy figure. Does it look anything at all like the skull that I know? No. Well, then I probably don't recognize him. Skell? It uh, looks up, and you see this vaguely humanoid face, and it's just completely covered from head to toe, and it stands up, and it's tall. It's at least seven, eight feet tall, and it just shakes its head from side to side. Who? Lau! Lau? Rachel's drawing her gun. It kind of cocks its head at you, and it looks back at Macario. Deputy? Real gun's out. Do not fire, please. It's a monster, Macario. He'll, he'd like to dismount from the horse and start slowly approaching it, hands open. We got your back, though, Macario. It, it's watching both Daisy and Rachel very carefully, but it takes a step forward towards you, not menacing at all. Lau, why are you here? What are you doing? Help. Help us? Help us do what? It's It runs its tongue over its teeth. Um, like it's trying to find the words. Uh, probably doesn't have the vocal structure to speak human speech. Um, and then it manages to, to get out. Fight! We could use your help fighting. Everyone, uh, this is Lau. And Lau waves. Rachel kind of reluctantly holsters her gun. Yeah. I hope you know what you're doing, Macario. I have no idea. (laughs) And that's when you feel the temperature spike. Suddenly, uh, it feels like a, a warm spring day. What the? What is this? Makaro, you, you turn, you're you know, looking around like, what's going on here? And you see standing behind your friends, Aloha. He just uh, slowly raises a finger and points. I kind of turn and look over my shoulder slowly. You see uh, a young Native American woman, average height, black hair, brown eyes. Um, what is she wearing? Probably some sort of traditional dress uh, in the style of the Klamath people. I turn back to Macario mouth. That's your <laughs> he he, uh, he goes. <laughs> Listeners, that was a nod and a wink. I'll kind of turn back around and face her and just be like, is it Loha? That is a name that I have gone by. I'm pleased that you uh, that you came to help Macario. We are his friends. He's a friend. Yeah, we're all in this together. Yes. 
The pretender awaits you at Giwas. He defiles the place with his presence. You have a difficult battle before you. I truly wish I could help in some more substantial way, but I'm afraid my abilities are limited here in this place. Lao has been made of this world, and so he can help, and he will. And she looks over at Lao and gives him a, a very fond smile. You would appreciate any help that you can offer in ridding the world of this evil. I do not know if that is within my capabilities, but I will certainly help. I can... I can bring you to Giwas. Look, there's no easy way to say this, so I'm just gonna come out and say it. The last time we accepted help from someone up here on Table Rock, it read, led to us killing a spirit that should not have been killed by all appearances. I don't know who to trust. How can I trust that you are guiding us any better than... Her eyes change from... from uh brown to, to like this fiery blaze and she says you trusted a pretender a liar who defiled not only this sacred place but has now defiled Giwas and many others a spirit from the old world as you call it he has taken my name and profaned it and you Macario says stepping forward looking Almost just as angry, no fear in his eyes. He's got that amulet around his neck, says, And you pretended to be the mother of God and used my faith against me so I could help fix your problems. It seems we are even when it comes to being a little angry about this situation. I apologize. My anger is not in your actions, but in the one who has misused my name. I just don't want to go make things worse again. Don't want to repeat the same mistake all over again. Spirits are known for playing clever tricks. You should be careful. But I feel that Macario trusts her. I apologize for the falsehood. We did not know what would happen, only that something was coming. Something that would let the hunger spirits return. And we knew that you, Makario, would be the one to bring together people who could act in this in our stead to prevent this. Well, you were right. Here we are. Let us get this done. End it. Rachel will look at Macario and say, I trust you, Macario. If, if you think this is what we're meant to do, then I'll follow you. I do not believe in meant anymore, Deputy. I believe that we are capable of it. I, I have seen us go through thick and thin, through the bleakest of nights, and survive. And I know that we are here, we are ready, and we will do it. But are we meant to do it? I don't care. Well, regardless, I'm glad that 
you're at my side. It's always good feeling knowing that you're always there to crack a joke in the middle of a fight. I hope to also crack some heads. And Skell gives you a, a smile, gives you all a smile. Wait, Skell does? When he show up. Yeah, when he show up. Loha is Skell. The Skell. Oh, the original. Oh, the right. pretender used his name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Following. Yep. She steps forward, and where where is she? Wherever she steps, the snow melts, and uh, and she steps past you. As she steps past Lao, she kind of puts a a hand on his shoulder, and then uh, she stands at the edge of Table Rock. She turns back and says, "Are you ready?" We are never been more ready. Then, Tigiwas, go, and she brings her arms across her chest, and flings them open and as she does so the woman vanishes and in her place you see a great fiery bird like an eagle and as its wings brush you see a portal open and you can see uh, what is yet to be known as Wizard Island through that portal what do you do? Makario this is your guidance I will be right behind you. To the crater. And he points up the hill. To atonement. And Lao just Geronimo! growls and chuffs something and then goes running towards the portal. I ain't gonna be outdone by no Yeti. <laughs> Sasquatch, come on, Yeti's Tibetan. Right, no. <laughs> the portal. Is everyone charging through? Yep. Yep. Alright. You charge through the portal, and everyone give me a vigor roll as you're hit with a terrible freeze. <laughs> I was like reaching for a dice, and I was like, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got an eight. Mm. Okay. Ten. I want a Benny that. Just cause. Nine. All right. All right. Everyone made it? Yeah. You do not suffer a level of fatigue as the portal behind you closes and you're standing. It's, there's no snow on the island. It's all the volcanic ash. But the sky overhead is weird. It seems to flicker almost as if shifting between blue sky and a black, sunless, starless, moonless expanse. And, uh... Dust drifts down, drifts down through the air around you, choking your 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 nostrils, your throat, and before you, arraigned on the mountainside, the the slopes of the cinder, is a vast army of Wendigo, and they uh, they all turn to kind of look at you. And it's hard to tell if they have any expressions, but you can only imagine it's surprise. And then they come seething forward. And you see, like, those those horrid, winged, crow, wendigo things also everywhere in the air. And they come flying down towards you. Well, shit. So here's... Are they relatively grouped together, then, if it's a whole... There's a lot of them, yeah. And it covers a lot of territory. And actually, you look around, and, like, Crater Lake itself has frozen over. So here's how this is going to work. 
We're going to do this like a quick encounter, which is a new uh, Savage Worlds Adventure Edition thing. So uh, everyone's going to give me a combat skill roll, and then we're going to narrate what happens. Uh, A little bit like mass battles. Um, You need to get four successes as a group in order to progress up the mountain. So, Macario. He he starts out by leading the charge, whipping out that uh, cutlass that the sheriff had lent him, and his lasso in his other arm. And he basically is trying to act as sort of a spear for the party at the moment, trying to push up through these things, knock them to the side, and, you know, maybe, like, lasso one, rip it to the side, chop the rope, you know, lasso another one, tie another lasso, and kind of like that. Sure. Work his way up the hill. Go ahead and give me a fight and roll. So that's a simple success. All right. That's one success. Um, and yeah, you're you're just cleaving and cutting your way through hordes. It's it's mostly those wolf skulled uh, creatures that seem to be like the the foot soldiers of the Wendigo, if if one can use such a word. Uh, you toss out a lasso and it loops around the antlers of one of those elk headed things, and you just yank it down. It loses its balance and goes rolling down the mountainside. Daisy. Well, what Daisy is doing is clearing the way with, you know, blast and burst and, yeah, just kind of going around, like, when, if all the melee folks are in front of her, she'll, like, you know, launch a blast, or when, when she gets a nice open, she'll, like, just burst them. Raining scientific ghost rock hell. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a weird science. It's raining rail spikes. Hallelujah, it's raining rail spikes. Damn. It's not raining rail spikes. We're bending in already. These blue dice may have to go back. Alright, that's better. That's way better. So that's a... 15. It's a 15. It's a raise, so that counts for 2. So you're at 3. Uh, so yeah, you're just... You're, you're cutting swaths through these things with your rail gun. You know, chunk Woo-woo! You're also probably like... Also sniping some of these these bird things out of the air as well. And you see some of them kind of try to come swooping down on the car from behind and just chunk squawk. Um, Rachel. So she sees this, you know, horde of Wendigos coming down the mountainside, and she draws repentance, spins open the barrel and checks, and then clicks it into place. And just aims it at the sky and fires off a bullet. You might think, what is she doing? Why she just wasted a bullet? And then a second later, lightning just starts to strike at the targets. It's like a localized lightning strike. Yeah, like multiple lightning strikes, like one right after the other, just raining down from the heavens. And it's like this blue-white lightning just crashing down. All right. Shooting. Well, that's at least a raise. All right. It was like 15 that I rolled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've got plenty for everyone to advance up the hill. Uh, so you, you fire that shot off, and then um, you draw rage and, and go charging into the fray. Bullets flying, dual wielding, reloading as needed. Haru. I am like the wind. 
My blades are drawn. I move gracefully and swiftly up through the snow, slashing at the feet and limbs of these creatures as they pour up, pour upon us, rending them asunder and destroying them as they cross into our path. All right. I got an eight. All right, let's raise. So you carve and cleave your way through the hordes of the Wendigo, and Lao is right there with you. You know, you, you, you turn to slash at one, and another one comes up to rake at your exposed back, and there's Lao grabbing it by the skull and just <coughs> crushing it, hurling the body back to, to trip up others, reaching out to grab another one and just breaking it in half. I don't know why I'm so excited about Friendly Squatch, but I am so excited about Friendly Squatch. <laughs> and uh, you're you're bruised, battered, and beaten. You probably got a couple of minor uh, wounds by the time you reach the summit of the the cinder. At this point, Lau has kind of fallen back to kind of cover your uh, your salt. Um, against the the raging horde of Wendigo around you, you get to the top of the cinder, and you see the charred remains of that tree you burned. Seems so long ago, but it was really just six months ago. Maybe seven months ago, I'm not quite sure. Um, Back in October, so actually less than six months ago. And, uh, And standing in front of it, standing between you and the tree is that that one-winged Wendigo that you've seen from afar, that's never engaged with you, has always taunted you, seems to have led the Wendigo in their assaults against the valley. But this time, its, it's head is different. Its skull has changed. It's not the skull of an elk, but that of a bull. And it <laughs> tilts its head, and, and you hear uh, a voice ring out. My friends, I did not expect to find you here. We are wherever evil needs to be put down. Oh, is that the lie you tell yourselves? Especially you, Haru. Tell me, how's Lazarus Black? I see no reason to converse with you. Such harsh words. I see only one reason to converse. To insult. You are a poo head. And we are going to fuck you up. (laughs) Such vulgar words. Truly there is no need for such hostility among friends. You are right. There is need for much greater hostility. Rachel, will you let them speak such to a friend of yours? Roll a spirit roll. Oh, come on. I was about to shoot him. God damn it. (laughs) Was that Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes. Rachel, you feel this sickening feeling as like you lose control 
just like your your body reacts and it's not your own your gun swing can I talk still nope uh, for everyone else, like Rachel just gets this really blank look on her face and her guns swing out and she's aiming them at Makario and uh, Haru and kind of kind of robotically says, stop. Yes. Let us talk. No need for violence, I don't think. You have caused a great evil across our land. You have brought monsters that feed upon their own people. All part of a greater plan. I don't know who you are, but if you keep talking like that, you're going to ruin your voice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the Princess Bride. The pit of despair. <laughs> Did Rachel not introduce us? I'm so sorry. How very rude of her. I am Moloch. Rachel, put the guns down. Mark or Sam? You are evil. Oh, it is definitely not Sam. Are you sure it's not Malik? I'm sure it could be that. You know what? This is not important. <laughs> what is important is that you turn around. Away. You are free to abandon this valley to its fate. I hold you no ill will. After all, you all have been so very helpful. Haru turns to Makario and him to Daisy for atonement. Haru's gonna just rush forward. <sighs> Shame. And I think we'll go to combat cards. I was say, well, I got my gun out. No one's pointing a gun at my head. And I actually would have really fucked up my plans if you all been like, okay. <laughs> all we Bye. have to do is walk. Well, luckily away. enough, we're heroic enough that we're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Haru, you got, uh, you have quick, right? Yeah. Okay. You got the six of spades. <laughs> Guarantee six every time. Rachel, you got the ten of hearts. Daisy got the ace of clubs. Oh, Makara, you got the two of hearts. And Moloch gets the queen of spades. So, Daisy, you're up first. Alright. The supercharged bolt. Try to take this dude down. The first blast. Not blast bolt. That would be an eight. All right, that's a raise. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Hold that thought. Everyone but Macario make a uh, fear roll at negative ten. All right. Well, maybe I'm just gonna run away scared, or not. What is this? All right. Let's find out. I need a three or better. Three rolling. Miss it by one. Oof. I got exactly four. <laughs> exactly four? Yeah. Alright. If I had a blue or red Benny, I might but yeah. Roll 2d6 there, Daisy. Woohoo! 
Uh, seven. Uh, you are shaken. Uh, that's not bad. So now you can. Could be worse. Unshake? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to unshake and see if you can actually that's get that spirit. bolt shot off. Alright, that I did. There you made Alright, so now you hit, and uh, what's your damage? Uh, it was... That's right. It'd be really awkward 16, to kill in one shot. 20. It would be awkward. It does remind me, though. <laughs> I mean, it could happen, but you'd probably... Waste a lot of bennies. I'm probably going to spend a lot of bennies on this particular one because I would I would not want this fight to. <laughs> you did 20 damage. Yep. All right. Well, that's two wounds. So he is going to try and soak. Add a d6 to that. All right. Soaks them both. So describe what happened. So you definitely like got a successful shot off, but somehow he like recovers, is unfazed. Go ahead and describe. Like, I just didn't get the shot off. Yeah, it hits him squarely and it just like malleable metal. It just kind of and then just falls and off. It falls off. Yeah, he doesn't even flinch. Um, and it is his turn. Come now. There's no need for this. Ooh, he gets that off of a raise. Now I gotta look it up. Alright, so... You you fire off the shot, and Moloch looks at you with his bull skull head, his red eyes blazing, and blood starts trickling down into your field of vision until it fills your eyes completely, and you are blinded. You are at a negative four to all actions... Uh, at the end of your turn, you can attempt a vigor roll to try and uh, clear your vision. Okay. That was his turn. So, Rachel, uh, your friends are acting with hostility against uh, your master. Mm, I feel like she's fighting him with everything that she can. Okay. She absolutely loves So him. go ahead and give a spirit roll. Uh, eight. You hear his voice in your head. You're screaming. You're trying to fight back. You uh, see your, your your gun arms raise up to to aim for headshots, and, and you, you hear Moloch's voice out outside externally, but you also hear his voice and an echo of Paul's voice in your head. And you uh, describe how you break free. What happens? Um, I think she's, you know, like, screaming internally. And then she's holding repentance in her one hand, and she feels the runes on that gun just start to heat up a little bit. And, uh, she, like, focuses on those runes that she carved them for. And, um, uses that to shake off the possession. It's like it sends this surge of, not holiness, but... Energy. Yeah. Purpose. Yeah. Like, she reminds herself why she's here. And just like that, like, I, you know, this sort of... You, you whooshed out, almost kind of like an out-of-body experience, sort of. And, and then you whoosh back in, 
you're in control and you can act. Oh, okay. And in fact, I was going to say maybe even the runes get burned into her skin. Okay. Um, so I can act, you said? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, in that case, she's going to swing the guns around and away from her friends towards Moloch. So you're standing there, you got your, your guns pointed at your friends, and like this hard, angry expression comes over your face. Does that sound fair? Yeah. And you swing both of the guns forward. Yeah, and she's going to fire both of them. All right. Do it. So this will be rage, I guess, first. Okay. What is rage firing an ordinary bullet? I think so. Okay. Although, yeah, I don't have enough magical bullets, I think, for both guns. So yeah, just an ordinary bullet. Uh, nine. That'll raise. Rage is 2d6 plus one. Ten damage? That bullet ricochets off of Moloch's shoulder, and he kind of looks at it, snorts, and then... You sure as shit didn't teach me how to shoot. And then she's going to fire Repentance. Alright. Nine. And this is a Sacramento surprise that she's firing. Alright. What's the trapping on it? A fire. It's a fire one. Oof. Okay. Um, is it a raise, too? It nine? is a raise, but I'll save you the trouble and the time. You fire... And uh, describe the bullet, but it's not actually going to do anything to him. It's it's like the hellfire. It's the flame just coming out of the barrel of her gun. And, and it washes over him, and he's completely unfazed. As I said, dear Rachel... You talk too much. I have been accused of that before. But unlike you, I have all the time in the universe. Haru. Frenzy. Alright. You are running up to him. Yep. Uh, an 8 for one, and a 12... 21 for another. Those are both hit. With raises. 6, 14... 20 points of damage with the first one. You uh, you strike him what should be a telling blow, and it definitely shakes him, but it doesn't appear to do any other damage to him. Try to hit him with the... Nine... Fifteen. So not as, not as much, so... Yeah, there's no further effect. Haru, <sighs> I'm afraid you've outlived your... <laughs> You forget I'm not alive. Oh, I have not forgotten. Lazarus, if you would be so kind. I'm sorry, Haru. I ain't got a choice. Dominion check. Better fight me, you son of a bitch. Six. Hey. Oh, wait. Six? Yeah. Hey, plus one Dominion. Feel Lazarus give this really half-hearted, like, Oh, no, I'm seizing control. 
Oh, what will you do? Like and the Willy you, Wonka. And yes. <laughs> exactly. No, wait, stop. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you just you shrug him off. And you hear Lazarus muttering, Thank fucking God for once he succeeded. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I mean, ah, oh, darn, oh. Yeah, Rats, yeah. Oh, sorry, boss. I, uh, you know, I fought real hard to shut up, Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Macario, you've got that cutlass out that Kane gave you, and Kane has certainly never, ever subscribed any sort of specialness to this, even though it seems to absorb some sort of magic of its own but as you you're standing there confronted by Moloch and all your friends leap into action you see letters suddenly start blazing in bright fiery red along the blade of it and you don't know what they are you don't recognize them because they're letters in Hebrew but it fills your heart with hope yeah so uh, Makario's going to charge forward kind of on the opposite side of Haru, trying to flank this guy with Haru and, and use the distraction to get a really good solid hit in. Okay. He's going to use his left arm to try to get the ra- the lariat around its its leg and make it vulnerable. Okay. That's his first attack. So that's a... 9 to hit. And that's your lariat, so I'm going to oppose that with my agility... Uh-oh. What, what did you get? A nine. A nine. Oh, no. Okay. He beats it. So, I think you get your lariat around his leg, but he's pretty big, so he's got sufficient mass that you're just, like, tugging on it and it's not going. Okay. Uh, so that doesn't work, but he still goes in with this uh, cutlass and basically lets it do most of the work, just kind of trying to guide it through this thing. So, uh, first attack and then a frenzy attack. Actually, uh, blue will be frenzy. Yeah. Oof. Uh, now, when you spin a Benny to re-roll any of that, you re-roll the whole, the whole shebang. Okay. Sure. I'll go ahead and spin a Benny. Actually, I have a lawn. I always forget about that. So that would be a 10 to hit on the first attack. Okay. That will hit. Cool. <laughs> Not too good. Uh, so that's a 7. Or 8, actually. 8. Yeah, unfortunately, that uh, it, it strikes true and it cuts him. And Moloch definitely seems surprised, but it doesn't strike a telling blow. All right, new round. So, Haru got the Joker, which means a Dominion check. Rachel got the Six of Clubs. Uh, Daisy got the Eight of Hearts. Macario got the Ten of Diamonds. And Moloch got the Queen of Clubs. So, first things first there, Haru, the uh, Dominion roll. Do I get the plus two from the Joker on You do, yes. Okay, okay. So you're at a net plus three, actually. Woo-hoo. I got a nine. All right. I only got a seven. So add another dominion. 
Look at you in the positives for once. For once. Savor it. Once you get into the negatives, you're fucked. It's really hard to get out of it. It is. It only took two complete resets. (laughs) (laughs) As I said, savor it. I'm going to. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to uh, activate my smite power. To kind of aid in my defeating right. of this. Are you going to be mapping? Yes. All right. Uh, I got a nine, ten, eleven. So that's a that's a raise. Yeah. So I get plus four extra damage. All right. Oh, I forgot to add gang up. Don't forget my gang up. It's true. Okay. Um, well, I will roll my attack roll then. All right. Which will be a frenzy. Can I do a frenzy? Uh, four, I don't think, will hit. No. But the ten, twelve... That will raise. Yep. So... Oh, boy. Uh, four, eight, nine... Seventeen... Twenty-three. Oh, shit, you're re-rolling stuff, too? Yeah. Thirty-four total. Yeah, both my D8 and my D6. Alright, I think that maxed out the wounds there for him, so he's gonna soak to save four. You will go back to the hells that you which you came. I will retort once I find out whether I succeed or not. (laughs) Mm, It's two wounds. I'm gonna try and go for better. I did not get better. He soaks two wounds, so he's at... Uh, he's taking two wounds. So, yeah, you cut him pretty badly. Just I kind of imagine with the smite power active, like a thunder strike, like just the sound of thunder as it, my sword strikes. And there's definitely a surprise look from uh, Moloch. You worthless insect. I will be your undoing. And he is going to try and rip your head off. So cold shot to the head. Oh boy! <laughs> I am so bone. He's at a negative four. Yep. He's ignoring wound penalties because he's a goddamn demon. Freaking demon. Um, that's a four after the modifier. I'm going to spend a d6 to add a d6. What's your parry? Ten. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, I think I'll just spend that to re-roll it, actually. Mmm. Well, shit sticks. <laughs> he misses. Parry with the walk. Yeah, yeah totally. Look, it just I kind of can't keep an eye contact with him, like... It's a little challenging because he does have a height you know, advantage. It's, it's, on yeah, him. that's why I'm like looking up, you know, at like Macario. Macario tosses the lariat aside and decides to play on this demon's sense of pride. Oh no! With a taunt. Oh no! Moloch is helpless. So uh, Macario basically <laughs> rips out one of his little hand puppets and places it where on the hand where the lariat was. 
Mr. Malik, you sure are a bitch. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not even going to fucking roll. 18 plus 1 is 19. So, so you... You know that scene in Guardians of the Galaxy where Ronan is is having his moment. He's about to win, and then uh, Chris Pratt's character like starts doing his stupid dance off thing, which actually was an awesome scene. And that that look of just like, no, this is my moment. What are you doing? You're ruining it. Look on Ronan's face. I, I don't know how you get catch that emotion on an emotionless skull, uh, an emotionless bull skull. But you you get that sense from from Moloch of just like what are you doing? What is this? No! How dare you! Oh, I'm a demon. I'm a sad. No, this isn't how this is supposed to go. You're supposed to be scared. Well, I'm not scared. Damn it! This is my moment. Don't steal this from me. And I make him vulnerable. <laughs> All right. And, uh, I think I also shake him because. Pretty sure that's a thing. Let me double check here. Ooh, shit sticks. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. He missed, but I forgot to unshake him. Taunt rules. Can choose to make an opponent distracted or vulnerable. A raise is shaken or has an additional effect by the GM. So it can't. It can be something else if you want to. You would rather do something else using like the table. We'll say it reshakes him. Okay. Well, no, I fucked up. I didn't unshake. So what do you? What do you want? You make him vulnerable and. Do you want him to like focus his his attacks on you? Yeah, um, I'll have him focus his attacks on Macario to just try to wipe out this very obnoxious clown. Okay. And uh, that leaves him vulnerable to a strike from hard. Yeah, I, he doesn't really know how to get at you. Uh, I mean, he commands the the Manitou that possesses Haru. He's had quite the history with Rachel. Daisy uses Ghost Rock, so he's got. He's kind of got that on her, but you you were sent here by his enemies, whether he knows that or not. He doesn't really have any strings on you, so he, he doesn't know how to handle you, and, and he, he just, you know, this old mockery with the puppet and and totally ruining his, his moment of glory. He's, gonna, he's just going to try and, and swing at you. Okay, makes sense. But... It is, in fact, Daisy's turn. Well, I got this blood in my eyes, right? Yep, it's a vigor roll. Vigor roll? But that happens at the end of your turn, so anything you do right now is at a negative four. Alright, well... Unless you want to spend your turn getting the blood out of your eyes, which gets to give you a plus two on the roll. Yeah, let's do that instead of right. I was just thinking of So doing. it'll be a net negative two. Alright, vigor roll. Now... Got a 13 on that. All right. Yeah, you clear the blood out of your eyes. You're rubbing at them. You're just like, ugh. You go look at your hands to see if they're bloodstained or not, and they're not. Uh, okay. But you can see again clearly and fine. I won't put on my new glasses. Uh, Rachel, it's your turn. Uh, I think she's going to shoot again. You're right. Which gun? Both. Yeah, but which, which one are you leading with? Uh, Rage. All right. That's shooting ordinary bullets? Yep. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll. 
Nine. Nine. That'll hit with a raise, but uh, it just doesn't seem like the the, or the mundane bullets are doing anything to him. Since he's already shaken, I'm not going to have you roll damage on that. It has no okay. further effect. Yeah. Uh, I figured, but that's what was loaded in that gun. So, um, but now I think she's going to shoot off another Sacramento surprise. Okay. What's the trapping? This one is electricity. All right. Uh, let's Benny that. That seems like a roll you should Benny. That was a one and two, listeners. I'm gonna add a d6 to that four. Five. Uh, the gray, or well, the blue die will be the electricity damage. Okay. Oh, that's 12, 15. And four is nineteen. We don't have any pennies to Twenty-two. Describe it. Um, she fires a bullet, and lightning just erupts from her pistol. It, like crackles all the way, like down the length of the barrel, and she just shoots a bolt of lightning. Where does it strike Moloch? Right in his face, I think. Okay, it strikes him square in the face. <laughs> arcs down his body and you just hear this and he drops down to, to both arms and he's trying to pick himself up and he raises his head and locks eyes on you and says we are not done dear Rachel go back to hell you son of a bitch and he collapses on the ground, a lifeless corpse. She goes over and spits on it. <laughs> Alright, so what is everyone doing? Shaking my swords clean of whatever demon blood may have been on it, putting them away. And ironically, Haru seems to just bow to Moloch's corpse. Rachel is giving you an odd look at that. We respect our enemies for challenging us, making us grow. I don't respect nothing about that piece of shit. Makario gets this look of uh, remembrance on his face and, and horror. Uh, oh, we should help our furry friend. He, ru- he runs up the side of the crater and takes a look. All right, yeah, he's still, like, neck deep in Wendigo. Okay. Just fighting them off. <laughs> Cue obligatory Wookiee sounds. Yeah. He's like grabbed one of the the the, the big elk's gold Wendigo and is like just using it. He's grabbed it by the antlers and is just using it as a bludgeon against some of the others and it's just flailing like I'm not okay with this. So he seems like he's not having too much of a problem then. Yeah, he's holding them back. Uh, can we like sweep in and, and take care of it? There's a lot of Wendigo here. Okay, we we do not. We may not be able to fight all of this. Killed the big bad. Was that what we needed to do? How do we restore this place now? I... I don't know. I, I don't... Ricardo kind of looks around lost for a second. Lady, Loha, how... What do we do? I, I don't... He, he uh, rushes back up over the crater and kind of look, looks around at the lake. 
Um, your vision is drawn back to the burnt husk of the tree that you set on fire uh, so many months ago. The tree. And he starts rushing off towards it. Alright. What are the rest of you doing? Makari, you hear Makario mutter, the tree, and he goes charging towards it. I'll follow after him. Oh, yeah, I'll what, follow after him. What do we do after. with the tree? Following after him. I do not know what we do with the tree, but uh, it's the tree. It must be. Yeah, you're all standing around the tree. It's dead, Macario. It looks dead, yes. And it was burned. But what else could it be? Perhaps new life grows within the tree. Maybe. What, what, what if I tried my healing powers on this tree? I... Sure. I'll try it. Okay. Give it a spell. shot. <laughs> I have no better ideas. Uh, I got a four. Simple success. You use your powers, but there's it doesn't do anything to the tree. Um, but Macario, as you're standing there, you you can't help but, but remember Loha's words. I wish... There was some other way, Macario, that we could do this without a sacrifice. But things have played differently, and we have no choice now. Uh, Macario kind of looks down at, the, at his feet for a little bit. And uh, he lets his sword fall to the ground and takes off the necklace that Ross gave him and drops that by the sword. Stand back, everyone. Macario? What are you doing? What are you doing? Stand back. And he kind of walks towards the tree with, like, one arm out. He, uh, touches the tree and then just kind of turns around and, and leans back against it. And looks at all of you. She did not give me a gift. She took a gift I was born with. That I had lost. And she showed me it again. And she took me here so that I could meet you. So that I could become the spirit that the valley needs. What? What What are you talking about? And as he leans into the tree, the bark seems to separate just a little bit. It kind of like puts out little wooden tendrils that wrap around his arms and his shoulders. Rachel starts to rush forward towards you. Yeah. As you rush... Give you a big hug. (laughs) As you rush forward, you see Macario disappear into the tree, and there's the groan of wood as the uh, the burnt husk of the tree uh, seems to shed away, and new growth, a new new full-on, like, redwood sprouts up out of the earth. Rachel slams her fist against it. Bring color. There is a rumble as Mazamba erupts again. You all die. <laughs> um, there is there is a rumble as the ground shakes and shudders, and and the tree <laughs> briefly the knots 
kneed into Macario's face. And he looks around as the tree trunk, shocked. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, gives you one of his patented Macario smiles. And one of the branches bends down the way a tree branch should not bend. And just gives the party a wave. And then it must have just been a trick of the eyes because then it's just gone. And then the the ground rumbles and shakes. Uh, and those of you who are maybe standing near the edge of the the top of the cinder, you look back um, and you see roots just sprout up out of the earth and whip around these Wendigo that are fighting. They grab them, they bore through them, they twist around their necks, and they just <laughs> yank them back into the earth. Thank you, Macario. You will bring color back to the valley. Rachel's screaming and pounding against the tree, like she's calling her name over and over again. Macario! And she's just extremely distraught. Mario, you're with the Lemurians now. (laughs) Buried under the earth. Don't just stand there. I hope you can learn from them like I did. I will continue to practice my funny walk. You guys are giving up on him? No, we're going to get him out of this tree. He's alright. He's with the Lemurians. They'll take care of him. He's going to bring color back to the valley. No! She's going to keep pounding away at the trunk. You pound until your hands are bleeding, but never is there any answer. At some point she like collapses probably against the trunk, and it's just ugly sobbing. When she starts to cry and collapse, Haru would have picked her up and just kind of carried her. Yeah, you carry her to the edge, and you see the, the ice in the lake start to break up and melt away. How are we going to get back? Well, I was standing there and... You know, like, poised for battle, waiting to see if any of these Wendigo are going to get back up out of the ground. And then he looks up at you and just kind of shrugs. You have been a short-lived but good friend, Lau. He has this concerned look when you say short-lived. More of short-known. Sorry, my English is bad. Um, I haven't known you for long. Wait, wrong voice. (laughs) (laughs) Legends wrong. Lao protect. Lao protect indeed. I am honored to know you, Lao. Rachel's not. She's way too emotionally distraught to say anything. <laughs> Thank you, Lau. <laughs> I think at this point, the flower that Macario was wearing on his shirt slides down the trunk of the tree and falls into Rachel's lap. Oh, are we still by the tree? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Or if it like, drifts on the wind, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it drifts, drifts on, on the wind, yeah. Is anyone picking up the, uh, the sword necklace that Macario dropped? Not Rachel. Uh, if I see him, yeah, I'll pick him up. They're like, these should go back to Ross. Haru asks again, how are we getting back? 
It's not like we took a boat. <laughs> Wait, was that Moloch again? No, that was supposed to be loud. Gal. Is that different enough? Yeah. All right. Well, where do we find him now? I that Haru lets out a yell. Skull. And the temperature spikes. Huh? As you see this this huge fiery bird. It's got antlers actually coming out, but not quite like the Wendigo. It's not. It's not a. So like a periton. Sorry. Or a thunderbird. A thunderbird. Like the Sherms? Yeah, exactly. But not even remotely close. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're talking about. And uh, it lands and you see Loha. She looks relieved. Um, but somewhat solemn and, and mournful. I am... I am happy to see that you have been victorious. You knew he would have to do that, huh? I wish things had gone otherwise, but I did not know that the spirits of hunger were helped by another eviler. Eviler? More evil spirit. We honor Macario's sacrifice. Don't you say his name! And she's gonna struggle. Like, it's the first sign of, like, she's gonna try to get out of the arm. She's, like, screaming at, um, Loha. <laughs> like, trying to attack her, basically. We need to honor Macario's choice to listen to the lady. Anyways. Kind of calm at that. Blaze again ever so slightly and, and she says with a little like, like an edge to her voice, a little bit of emotion Do you think you are the first one to lose a friend? To lose a loved one? She's not talking to her. She's just glaring daggers at her. We fought this fight millennia ago when the First Nation still ruled here. I and my beloved fought alone while the mountains slept to preserve humans like yourselves. And my beloved was slain. He lives now, bound to this earth, forever separated from me. I am of the sky. Macario was not the first to give his life against these monsters. And maybe he will not be the last, though I pray it be so. Don't say his name. And then she'll bury her face in her shoulder. We all take the loss of a loved one differently. We honor Macario for his sacrifice, for his choice. But spirits are not humans. We will never understand you truly, and you will never understand us truly. So please, give us space, give us time, and let us be home. To mourn in our own way. I shall send you home, but I shall not send you empty-handed. You, 
have fought so hard, though you fought first for the pretender, and I doubt you shall see the last of him, but I think we shall not meet again. You have many hard battles before you. I know not what, only that you do not have happy times coming. So if you will allow me, I shall lend you some of my fire, that it may bolster your courage in dark days. We are accepting of your gift as a token of Macario, our friend, our clown, who taught me how to truly smile. And at that heart, it actually, like, smiles. Do not forget him. He was a good soul. I very much regret that his sacrifice was necessary. But it was the only way. I am of the sky. And Lao, my beloved, has already given everything he can. And she throws a, a hand to her side and you see a, like a portal open up and you kind of, you see your, your horse is standing through the other side looking very much like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm impressed that they waited. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that long. It wasn't really that long. Like, like you've probably been here an hour. Uh, walk through the portal. Actually, the first thing I'm going to do when I walk through the portal is like, come go to Kuhn with Makari's pack and look for one of Makari's like really colorful scarves. And grab one of his scarves and like tie it around my neck. As you walk through the portal, Skell reaches out a hand and, and, and touches your shoulder for just a moment, and you feel—it's not pain, but you feel fire shoot through your veins, and uh, you don't do fear anymore. You—you you now have the fearless trait. All right, fearless. Uh, who's next through the portal? Um, Are you carrying me through the portal? Wait, no, he'd set you down in oh, front right. of it. Mitchell will stagger on through, but uh, if she reaches towards her, she's going to not take anything. She doesn't want anything from the spirit. If I may, you go to, like, bat her hand away, and she kind of just touches your hand, your, like, the arm briefly. Yeah, I think you, you gotta, like, flick her away, she's and she like, just, she, she makes contact with your wrist. She's like, I don't want anything from you. I've learned my lesson with spirits. There are demons. And there are the spirits of the First Nation. I'm done. But yeah, you still get the sense of fire in your veins from that brief moment of contact. I am sorry. I am too. May you know better days. I don't think that's possible. Maybe not, but I still wish it for you. And she'll continue on through the portal. Step through the portal and you're back at the base of uh, Table Rock. I know that gifts from spirits come with a price. I only hope that we have paid ours. 
Macario has paid the price for this gift. And I will honor you by accepting your gift. You should know. Come next winter, the spirits will be back. Not in these numbers. Not this organized. The spirit you defeated here will not be able to return to this mortal world. But Macario is but only one spirit. We will stand. We will fight. And if we have to, we will find a way to end it once and for all. Good. I do not want to ask another sacrifice of you, and I hope, I dearly hope you find another way. But it may be that you face another harsh winter. I only pray that the people here can survive. I will survive. I will live on. But I worry for the living. This is cold comfort. But I have a feeling they're in good hands. And she puts a hand on your shoulder and you feel that fire through your veins. And then you step through the portal and it closes behind you. Haru kind of looks down at his feet, you know, kind of containing his emotions. And then he starts laughing. I must practice my jokes. I feel sorry for both of you. You're going to get a lot of really bad ones. (laughs) Lazarus throws his head back and cackles again, but it's it's like a it's a good, you know earnest cackle, not not a I am evil, ah ha ha ha. I think Makario would like that. Haru. And you mount up, and the three of you ride on home. Where do you go? I'm going to go to the, the sheriff's office, kind of quietly. Mm-hmm. Is everyone going? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the sheriff's office. I picked up the, the saber and the thing. Makario didn't have any family, right? In the valley? No, nowhere in the area, no. His, his house is still out there, that's about it. I was thinking Rachel might go to your house, but I should probably go to the sheriff's office first. Haru kept Makario's puppet and plays with it, like, idly. Okay. Um, so yeah, you return to the sheriff's office, you open the door, Billy is there doing some paperwork, Ross is there not doing paperwork for once actually he's puffing uh on a cigar and and like his his attention just immediately snaps to the door as it opens russ haru god damn it yeah Again, Haru has the puppet on his hand, and he's just kind of, like, tapping its hands together, you know? He puts a hand to his head, kind of 
pulls his hat off and run, runs a hand through his hair. I knew something was wrong. For what it's worth, it will hopefully make things better here. Not 100%, but better. Makari will set things right. At least set things in motions to make them right. He's gone. Fuck. He was a good man. A little touch in the head sometimes, but he was a good man. He he left behind these for you. I'll, I'll like hand him the necklace and call for saver. I was worried. He came, he talked to me. I had a feeling. But I thought maybe, maybe, Kane, you're always paranoid about everything. Maybe it's not going to be what you think it is. So I let him go. God damn it. Makario made his choice. Could you have made that sacrifice? You know. Well, god damn it, whiskey's dry. Pulls another bottle from god knows where. Where do you keep getting this stuff? Well, sometimes you gotta get creative when your deputy keeps hiding your whiskey on you. Of course, that was back when she thought I was, you know, alive. Drinking yourself to death? <laughs> if only that was the way to go. That'd be a good way to go. And yeah, he pours uh, four shots. Rachel picks up her shot, holds it up, says, to Macario. 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 She slams it back, slams the glass on the table, and then reaches up, takes off her badge, and sets it next to the glass, and looks at Ross and says, I'm done. Sorry, what? I'm done, Ross. What do you mean you're done, Rachel? You can't do this anymore. And she just pushes the badge across the table towards him, and... It's a somber look across his face. Then reaches for the badge, takes it, holds it in his hands, or in his hand. I'll keep it safe. She'll just tip her hat at him, and she'll turn around and walk out the door. God damn it. Harun would nod his head silently and awkwardly, because he's not sure what this means for anything anymore. Alright, we're all emotional. Cario dying hit us hard. I don't think we lost him. I can still feel him. The warmth he brings. Look, you all you all go home and you try to get some rest. Maybe Rachel just needs some space. I know she was she's been taking things hard. God knows I wish I could just resign. I have a scene in mind if you don't mind switching. Um Yeah, I think uh this particular scene ends, you know, everyone's kind of filing out to go home and whatnot, and you see Ross just 
sit at his desk and just close his eyes and lets his head drop down and just gives a sigh. I was going to have Rachel go over to Macario's house. Okay. You know, she... The, the ranch is a mess. It's it's The snow has built up. Uh, there's scrape marks in the, the wood, the frame. So as she approaches the house, she's going to just... She's reminiscing about when Macario bought this house. Um, the two of them riding out to the property together and looking at the land and... Macario probably making some sort of, you know, joke or something. And this ghost of a smile flits across her face. Um, and then she rides in, you know, ties up Oakley on a, like a hitch that's... And there, there's something there, yeah. As she moves through the house, she's straightening things, you know. She knew Macario liked things a certain way. And you find a small desk that's open just one of the drawers and there's some paper sticking out oh yeah she'll um you know just go to like organize the papers so she see like what's on it yeah there's some drawings on it and each drawing has one word scrawled in chicken scratch um and as you're looking at it you're not quite sure what you're seeing and then you realize it's supposed to say Haru and it's supposed to be a drawing of Haru um, but it's like a caricature. <laughs> He's got like an oversized head, and uh, his samurai sword is like itty bitty. It's like a toothpick. It's like Macario tried to draw Haru as the the small doll that attacked. <laughs> and uh, there's one of Daisy where basically there's like a flying saucer over her head, um, and she's got like. This crazy, you know, like Professor Goggles with the swirlies on and on. Um, there's one of, of Rachel, and it says it says your name very poorly spelled, like R E C H A L. Rachel, and he's put an accent mark over the A. <laughs> and this one is uh, probably the most realistic of the drawings, uh, but it's your face without any of the scars. Um, and you're wearing your hat with kind of like a smirk. And uh, that's all you find. Uh, you, like, there's nothing else in there. Most of the other pages are blank. Just these little drawings that he tried to do and the English he was trying to learn. She'll see these drawings and um, I'm going to say like kind of reverently picks them up and she's just smiling. Um, she's going to carefully tuck them into like her duster where she's gonna keep these and just kind of glance around the empty home that was once full of laughter and color and brightness and just whisper I'm sorry my friend I failed you and then she's gonna turn around and kind of shut the door behind her as she goes
Badlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Music is by the Eaglestone Collective and sound effects are by Plate Mail Games and Novak Kuik. All help calls are provided by the Yellowstone National Park Services. You can find all links in the show notes. The Valley of Famine will return with Season 4 on April 3rd. Our dear heroes may have inconvenienced me at Crater Lake, but they have hardly won yet. Rest assured, listeners, I shall most definitely be returning. Until next time, dear listeners.